The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. What is going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Andre Salveson, and AJ Knight here on a Tuesday. Thanks you, for joining us. You really hate Bill Walton, though? So much. I just think it's comical. Look, I think like, he's the Who's eccentric. more annoying, Bill Walton or Dick Vitale? Dick Vitale. Yeah, Vitale. me too. Just because Dick Vitale's lauded as an expert, and I think the game passed him by a while oh, ago. Oh, yeah, man. Bill Walton is a sideshow, and I can see him as such, and he's, but he's treated as such. he's entertaining, though. Like, he's hilarious. <sighs> he brings up Ariana Grande in the middle of a broadcast. He's, just, he's trying so hard to be different and yeah. out there. Yeah. That it's like, just, okay. It's too much. He's had the same play-by-play guy, right? Because, oh, I guess on the Pac-12 network, right? He's usually with David Pash. Yeah, that's it's, who it is. I don't know if it's first and saying, I love What Pash, did David Pash. Pash do in a past life to get this punishment in this life? Because <laughs> so, <laughs> you could tell there's times where he's trying to talk about the game and Bill Walton's off on whatever tangent he's on. <laughs> And he's like searching uh, through the jungle for mushrooms. Yeah. Stanford with so the good, layup man. right there. So. Oh, dude. Do you remember when Mac Brown left the middle of a broadcast of a BYU football game? And like, he left at halftime because he had a, because he had a, they had a game the next day. And instead of just waiting it out and doing his job and calling the rest of the game, he <laughs> oh, left I do at remember halftime. That. And, and so the play-by-play guy is left to fend for himself. And obviously, this took ESPN off guard. It was a later guard. game. Yeah, because and then obviously ESPN took it was taken off guard because they didn't have like a substitution. So he's just sitting there as play by play guys calling <laughs> the game on his own. Like, look, I've done some incredible play by play work in my life. I'm <laughs> one of the best. Just disappeared. But dude, what that guy did that night was incredible. So, uh, have either of you had adventures with color analysts in your uh, time calling games? I don't know. You called one with one of the. Uh, I better not say that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I usually keep my color guys straightforward. Uh, when when Ajay had to fill in for uh, me when I was out with COVID quarantine, oh my him gosh. and Matt on that one unfortunately got a game that seemed to uh, somewhat of a snoozer, and I caught the end. Of, I caught that one, and that one seemed like they had to tap into their Bill Walton because they were getting bored. <laughs> yeah, someone texted me who's a MC alumni and turned into the game because his brother was playing, and he's like, "Man, just by the sound of guys' voice, this game must really suck." <laughs> And I was like, well, are we, are we that bad? He's like, no, I can just tell. And so, I mean, I, I felt kind of bad because you want to make these broadcasts the very best for all the parents and, you know, the kids and such and, 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 uh, and keep it lively. But, dude, that is hard to do when your team is not playing really good football. Like, I felt like I was calling a Junior Mighty Mites Little League game. I got to be honest with you. It was bad. You still have to be positive. Oh, okay. Andre, Here's the thing: is that positive. we were positive last time, and that lady that emailed you was just in a really <laughs> bad mood. Like, I wish you would afford me the email so I could respond to her and be like, "I'm sorry that your kid cannot catch a ball that hit him in the numbers. I'll make sure to let the coach know that hey, quarterback, throw the ball to the kid's face mask instead of hitting him right in the numbers. I apologize, mom. My dad has but we'll make sure not that. to critique your kid." Who is never going to make a first team All Region Eleven oh, squad, geez. and who probably he's out there trying. He's a he's juvenile. Trying. He's a young man. Even if I wasn't trying, I would have caught that football <laughs> with his eyes closed. With my eyes closed, one hand tied behind his back, and AJ was throwing it to me. Yeah, I still would have noodle thought, arm I mean, and covered all. in duct tape. Hello, mom. Okay, put the Campbell soups away. 
and uh, look at the realistic situation that your kid is just <laughs> not good. And ladies and gentlemen, that is why AJ Salison is not currently part of our play-by-play squad. Not yet, but for basketball, we're coming up, baby. Yes, give me some. I'm gonna, excited. I'm gonna need. We're gonna need Bill Walton. I think in that one. <laughs> I'm going to go full Bill Walton mode in a couple of those games, I think. Hey, it's a tradition that we do an all-region team as voted on by our panel of, of experts. Nah. It, it's really it's unprecedented what we do here. I'm not I mean, not to toot our at? own horn too much, experts. but <laughs> but it's it's unprecedented that you'll have so many teams covered for every single game with a dedicated play-by-play team. So we, we have a lot of people that are following high school sports up here. And so everybody, well, most everybody, uh, filled out a, a, a ballot. Ballot. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. To, uh, I know. It's a buzzword. With I was thinking of bracket. That's not the right word. They <laughs> filled fingers in a, crossed I get a fill I'm out a bracket. I'm just glad my ballot made it the original person. For a first team and second team for a Region 11 football. And... I finally got most of that compiled. It's under review right now. Review. I have some serious questions about who made this. And well, some people put in, like, this guy, he's a first-teamer at this position. Well, actually, he doesn't even play that position. So, <laughs> should he still be first-team, but it is an Remember, original real Isaac true the offensive lineman was incredible. I just He's <laughs> so definitely first-team to me. There's a few little refinements. Look, Isaac Larson did everything, including serving popcorn at halftime. Oh, he was incredible. <laughs> so, here's the thing. is like I remember two years ago when we actually created that did that ballot for basketball, and we got a lot of crap. And I was like, actually... This is exactly how it should be. Like, this looks 100% on target. This one, there's going to be pitchforks and fire sticks at each of our homes because this is uh, very controversial. I'll be very honest uh, here. I don't know if it's as controversial as a basketball one we did. A no way. Really? This one. That one was, there was a certain player that was not on the first team that yeah, some that, people pretty upset. That's because <laughs> dad paid a lot of money. <laughs> For his kid to be a part of the program. Wow. Oh no! It was, he was very. He was good. good player. He was a very good player. He wasn't. He wasn't first team good though. Nah, I don't know about that. Oh, you got well, the ballot know. says. And by the way, as I Eric said, ballot that there is more than one person voting on that ballot, and that ballot clearly stated that he wasn't first team good. The problem with that year was right. You had to. So you had obviously Falslev. You had the Bear River team was super good. They were in the state championship that year, right? That yeah, was year? that yeah. was that year. Uh, and then there was uh, Green Canyon Ridgeline had some good. dudes that could shoot. Ridgeline had the one cat. Uh, yeah, Green Canyon had a couple of good shooters. They had the uh, well, Ridgeline was a question, but yeah, Green Canyon. But, uh, Harry, guess what? We had a conversation that stuck out the most. And then what? Logan had like a center, right? Uh, yeah, the center ended up making second team, I believe. So it, it, there was, I think there, if I remember correctly, there was about six players that you could go back and forth on. And, and the sure crazy the thing about, in fact, you may be team. right because I remember Eric, seven of those players that were on first, second team were also top ten in four A in scoring. So was a good year. Four of those that was were a top really five. good year for. I mean, for they were loaded, and so that you know it was that that battle was very controversial. This one though, I think takes the cake. Like you were going to get a lot. Why of, does this one take the cake? Oh, because uh, some of the kids where they're listed is kind of amazing, actually, uh, whether they made first team or second team or whatever. I don't have a problem with the coach of the year, offense, defensive player of the year. I don't have any argument there whatsoever at all. But a couple of those kids on first and second team are very interesting. And, yeah. I think it's worth noting that Ajay's trying to distance himself from this, but he did fill out a ballot. 
I'm not distancing myself. I participated at all. in this, but I do I not. Uh, claim I do not agree with what the results were. <laughs> but the results are well, well. Look, that's why I sent it out to see uh, you know if there's if there are mistakes, if there need to be revisions. Well, it's this worth the time to make. Worth them. noting how many how many did you tabulate, Eric? Uh, I received nine ballots. So it's not a small so, sample size. But here, here's a teaser for you. Here's a little appetizer for those who are about to get the ballot. The MVP was not unanimous. Is that correct? That is correct. It was the last two years, right? It was Pretty the last much? Well, yeah. I mean, Mason Fultz lived with it. It wasn't even close. Though some people said that Caden Cox probably should have been given a little bit more love than he was. Well, Jake Lindine got uh, a lot of love too. Just oh, that's right. Consider what he meant for his team and what he was right. asked to do in short notice. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. fair. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be intriguing how this ends up turning out. The biggest thing is that a lot of times our play-by-play people are fo- focusing on the ball, where the ball's going, and so the the skill, quote-unquote, skill positions get a lot more attention. Mm. So the guys in the trenches don't often get looked at as much. Can I ask and so it, it's it's harder for them to identify really who are the first team, second team offensive. And this, is, this is probably not a good question. <clears throat> this is probably not a good question to ask after being on the ballot committee for three years now. But how do you rate an offensive lineman whether he should make first or second team? I think I'd do it based on eye tests, rushing yards, sacks, pressure, giving up, etc. Okay. That makes sense. Because, Im- I mean, impacting the play of the f- of the yeah, impacting the the field. I mean, maybe it's I mean uh, by virtue of that, it's the offensive line you don't notice. I mean, off- you really like, don't. Yeah, that should that should be what it is. If an offensive line does their job, you probably don't notice that they're, they're doing their job. <laughs> so I'll be honest, like I uh, a friend of mine, Hans Olsen, like always does these film reviews, and he'll like he'll focus on offensive lineman work, and I never noticed how impactful they can be in a game. Until he would show like what gap that offensive lineman was able to create. And I would never, ever notice. Now when I watch a high school football game, there's times where I'm watching, a lot of times where I'm watching the offensive line and how they're impacting the running game or how they're impacting, uh, you know, the passing game. And I'll specifically watch him. And so, but voting for him has been a different thing for That's me. Tough. So Yeah. It could be a challenge. And the other challenge too is while we do have, six independent play-by-play crews. Really, there's only one of those crews that really Sees watches every, every team. Yep. Yep. Uh, and that's the Bear River Bears squad. They they go to every game. So, um, Nonetheless, we, these are guys that uh, you guys know the game of football. You've been watching how these teams have played, how they've developed. You do your best at tr- trying to figure out who you think are the best. And for some that you just didn't know, you just left it blank. And that's totally fine. It doesn't hurt anything if you leave it blank. So it's being tabulated. It's being reviewed. I've already received a few texts <laughs> from some people, <laughs> some emails. Hey, if that mom emails again, just forward it to me. I'd love to talk to her. So soon. It's coming very, very soon. Our Cashflow Media Group All Region 11 team by our panel of experts. So uh, let's do this. That's uh, kind of got us off on a tangent for a little bit there, but it's coming. It's, it's a great tangent. It's to been go fun off on, to do because yeah, it's coming up. People want to know. We've been thinking about doing it. Uh, we had thought about doing it for many years, and then finally, with so many people calling games, like we have all the resources. Is this our third year or second? It's our third year, isn't it? This be our third. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Because I've I've been on the teams the three years that we've done. Yeah. Individual cool. teams. 
And then it starts up again for basketball, which starts this week. Yeah, by the way, yeah, we got a game to call. <sighs> when? Coming up Friday night, man. 7 o'clock at home, I believe. It's a home game. So We did finally get a set schedule. Y- yes. I know you sent out the email, Eric. But I'm, I, uh, communicating just with walking my- down the hall to do the show, I got a text from somebody else saying, oh, by the way, this date got changed. Yeah, and- communicating with my school, it's been very much uh, a challenge to nail down what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, we're going to show up and no one's going to be in the gym. Logan was supposed to have a game at Century, which is up in Pocatello, next week, but that's been moved up to this Friday. So it, it's just going to be that kind of a year. Yeah, and some games COVID are going to get canceled. I mean, just stuff. plan on it. It's just going to happen. and Make up games. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we do know Skyview and Ridgeline, they're headed down to southern Utah to take place in the North-South Challenge. So is that going to happen then? Wow. As I know. Yeah. So uh, I know Bear River's got a, a tournament they're hosting yeah, this the weekend. Bear Winter Classic always uh, Winter Classic. Yeah, they they always play the two late games and then Saturday they play the uh, like late afternoon it's like game. Four thirty. Four thirty. Yeah, give or take. Skyview plays at four o'clock on Friday, so we don't have a show Friday. Uh, don't know about that just yet. Oh my goodness, you got to be kidding me. Well, just I don't. So All things our guy okay, Dave you. Simmons is down there for Ridgeline. Yeah. But based on when the Ridgeline game is, when the Skyview game is, I don't know if he can call both games and. I'm going to get Newbold down there. Let him find uh, somebody else to Newbold call Newbold is dedicated as anybody. I'm going down there and Factual. travel, take a day off of work, and uh, get some Skyview basketball in him. <laughs> He's got nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> he was just down there just a few weeks ago. He won't mind going to stay down no, there. What are you doing, John? That's so selfish. Eric's going to pay for your hotel for a few weeks. He'll take care of it. It's on the dime. <laughs> uh, let's do this. Let's call a timeout here in the Full Court Press because when we come back, I want to get into the stat that blew our minds and our player of the week. We do this always on Tuesdays uh, before we have to say goodbye to the ringmaster. Uh, as he Did I has tell you, AJ? Other duties. I got a freaking called the deflator in the press box because some moron listens to our show. People that listen to our show are not morons. People that agree with you are morons. Difference. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> If you want to weigh in on a stat or a player that stood out to you, 435-339-0321 or message us directly through the 106.9 The Fan mobile app. Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL. It's an AFC clash of two 8-3 teams as the Tennessee Titans host the Cleveland Browns. Hi, this is Chris Carino. Join Brian Bolduger and me for all the action in the Music City. Can Nick Chubb carry Cleveland to a fourth straight win? Or will the dominant Derrick Henry power Tennessee to victory? It's the Titans and the Browns. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday morning, beginning at 10.30 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It's back. Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan is having our annual Pick a Pearl event. If you've attended this in the past, you know how much fun we have. And if you haven't come before, you don't want to miss this exciting event. For only $10, pick your oyster, open it that day, or save it for that stocking stuffer surprise. Mark your calendar Friday and Saturday, December 11th and 12th. Pick a Pearl at Jarek's Fine Jewelry, 930 North Main. Look for the bright green cars. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it jealous.
As we head into the holidays, Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are excited to now offer you two office locations, the Cache Valley Hospital and 169 North Gateway in Providence, right next to the Bank of Utah. Social distancing and all safety guidelines are in place. Both locations will also accept patients for the Allergy Clinic and Hearing Aid Center. If you have cafeteria dollars that need to be used before the end of the year, make your appointment now. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Go to CacheValleyENT.com for details. That's CacheValleyENT.com. The Riverwoods Conference Center is a beautiful option for your holiday parties and events. Inviting you to experience an elegant holiday atmosphere, the Riverwoods is taking every precaution to follow COVID guidelines. With catering from Elements, your holiday can include delicious entrees and decadent desserts that always deliver excellence. Or if you'd rather celebrate at home, Elements will bring the party to you. Meal kits, boxed orders, and catering can be delivered. And remember, Elements gift cards make great holiday gifts. Call 750-5151 or Google Riverwoods Conference Center. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the Full Court Press. Wow, that blew my mind. That's right. On Tuesdays, we take a look back at the weekend that was and find something that really stood out to us with a a stat and then also a player from this past week. Hey, before we go any further, and I don't know if this guy should be my player of the the week, but Malik, um, who was it? Uh, Mike Beasley or whatever his name is, that Beasley guy. He was holding uh, hands with Scottie Pippen's former girlfriend or something like that. And his wife saw it. Like from TMZ. I mean, dude, Beasley's out there just, you know, doing his thing, holding hands with Pippin's. I don't know what they are now, but <laughs> dude, that's, that's gutsy, man. You're messing with the former defensive player of the year. And he will beat the snot. I, would, I wouldn't mess with Pippin. I ain't <laughs> touching that. Okay, so on that note, let's get to the stat that blew our minds. <laughs> Woo, tangents today, tangents. Uh, I don't know where that came from. Anyway, um, I'll I start off. I saw it. She's trending on Twitter, man. Okay, you guys saw that uh, there's been a couple different players in the NBA, Donovan Mitchell included, who got some contract extensions, right? Right. Bam Adebayo is one of those. Yes. A pretty rich contract extension for him. Uh, It's the largest contract in Miami Heat history. It surpasses Jimmy Butler, who signed a $141 million contract a contract just this last offseason. That's last year. But uh, Adebayo's deal is the eighth $100 million contract in Miami Heat history. What surprises me and stands out to me the most, what makes this blow my mind, Miami Heat, they have signed three more $100 million contracts than any other franchise. Really? What? I don't really think of the Miami Heat as like rolling in riches, like perhaps. Well, what, Alonzo Mourning was the first one? Mm, was he? Because it's, it's in the magic moment, 30 for 30, right? Mourning became the first one, and that's why Shaq told the magic, no, oh, no, no. Oh, that's right, yeah. Zoe was upset, yeah. Zoe got that big contract, and then Shaq went back to L.A. and was like, no, would he go to Orlando? Orlando, or LA? 150. And he was like, yeah, up it. And they were like, excuse me? And the- Wait, so who were the other Miami Heat $100 million contracts? At what, well, the uh, big three. So Dwayne Wade wasn't one of them, though, right? 
They had to. I thought they all signed matching contracts. And then Chris Bosch signed an extension that I think was worth a hundred mil. Jawan yeah. Howard. Yeah, I was gonna say Jawan Howard signed a one hundred million dollars seven year contract. D Wade did because then he take a pay cut. It was ultimately voided though. I don't know if this counts against it. I mean, good for them because oops. I mean, my guess would be the big three: Abayo, Morning. Well, that's five. Jimmy Butler. He's got one now. One hundred forty-one million. Okay, so he's got one. So six. Who are the other two? I mean, does it count if you sign multiple contracts? Because Bosch, I think, got no. $200 million contracts with Miami. He didn't get two, did he? Yeah, because remember, he signed an extension. He was going to go to Houston when LeBron left. He gave him $100 mil for that? I'm pretty sure. Oh, dude, that's that's. that's and then he got management. the blood spots. Yeah, that's on Pat Riley. Mm. Anyway. That's crazy. Uh, eight. Eight one hundred million dollar contracts in Miami, which is also three more than think, anybody else. When you think they kicked it off, it, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Bosch, Wade, and LeBron all got hundred million. So they had three there, and you're like, oh, the way they're throwing these things around, oh, yeah. You think it'd be way up there, but no, that's crazy. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, before we get to yours, yeah, uh, this is from nine three one five. The stat that blew my mind: how many times the ringmaster, aka Deflator. Can say something bad about listenership in the starting of the show. Oh, whoa. 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 whoa! whoa! It's okay. He'll be leaving I, soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything bad about the listenership. You did. What did I say? You said they were going to come to our houses with pitchforks and torches. You That's said true. some idiot that listens to our show called me the deflator. Okay. Well, that guy was, uh, yeah. Okay. He was a naughty person. This person just texted and called you to the flater. You want to insult them no, too? No, because nine three one five has always been very supportive of me as a as a human being. And I know nine three one five couldn't have been that dude who was in the press box who was like really loudly in front of everybody. Hey, deflater! <laughs> I was like, sir, say another word. We're gonna have you're gonna have some deflation problems yourself. <laughs> if you get what I'm spitting out. I, I don't, Deflator. Why don't you uh, tell right. us what your stat yeah, that blew your mind? <laughs> yes, Ringmaster. Give us your stat that Quick blew going, your mind. You're making me go Bill Walton mode here. Okay, so the Broncos' starting quarterback uh, was wonderful on Sunday. <laughs> Crushed he be- it. One he became, completion. well, and I love how it's phrased, the Broncos became the first team with more passes intercepted. Let me rephrase this. Hilton, or whatever his name is, Paris Hilton, threw more interceptions than, uh, than completions. It is the first time that a quarterback's done that since a certain guy played for the Chargers in 1998 and did it against the Chiefs. Pop quiz. Who was that quarterback for the Chargers in 98? My guess would be Ryan Leaf. Ah, ding, 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 ding. Wow. Ryan Leaf. Hello, dude. He threw a lot, dude. Yeah. He was always a big fan of the other team. <laughs> Do you know, um, so that was a that game you were referring to. It was uh-huh. the Saints and the Broncos, yep. right? Yep. Uh, the last time Taysom Hill threw a passing... Uh, Touchdown? Yeah. Remember, do you know when it was the last time he threw a touchdown as a quarterback? My guess would be BYU. Is it really that long? It was in 2016 while he was wearing a BYU uniform against the Utah State Aggies. Stop it. Near the end of November. That's crazy. No way. That was the last time Taysom Hill threw a a touchdown. Yeah, it was really nice. NFL gave us a true throwback on Sunday. They sent us back to 1939 for a football game. Dude, he actually looked really good in that game again. I know it's the Broncos, so take it for what it's worth. But he actually looked really good. 
Like, that team's rolling right now. And I mean, look, Ajay, they played a team with no quarterbacks. It doesn't matter. You still got to win the football game. You still got Like, he's not playing their offense. He's playing their defense. <laughs> yeah, and when they complete one pass, I think he's going to get it. Their quarterback wasn't playing defense. Yeah, as Kalani well, I know like Taysom Hill's all over the field. I would double check to make sure he wasn't taking some safety snaps. But when they complete one pass, he's going to get a few odd times to try and score. Also, they're going to turn the ball over in decent field position. Again, the quarterback does not play defense, man. You still got to score on the offensive side of the ball. All yeah. right, nine four six three text in the oh, stat no. that blew my mind. Only three players in NBA history have signed multiple contracts worth thirty plus million dollars a season. <laughs> this is good. LeBron Wait. James, okay, Kevin Durant, and and the greatest of all time himself, Mr. Gordon Hayward. Shut up. <laughs> Stop it. Are you serious? Hey, wait, wait, so wait. Multiple $30 million contracts? Multiple 30 contracts worth $30 million a season. 9463. That is good stuff. That is a great that stat. That is bonkers, and that is ridiculous. That is why Michael Jordan made my Hall of Shame on our <laughs> podcast. Yeah, dude, that's oh, bad. That's man. bad management by Michael Jordan. That's horrible on yeah, his it is. part. Okay, my stat that blew your mind. Uh, so last night in Monday Night Football, the uh, uh, Seahawks kicked, I believe, a field goal. I think it was their only fourth quarter score. It was the 38th straight game they've scored in the fourth quarter, going back all the way to 2018, week five against the Rams, which they lost 33-31. to They didn't score in the fourth quarter. And I know there's a lot Holy of garbage cow. time and all that, but 38 games in a row scoring in the fourth quarter means that you're either putting the game away or closing the gap more often than not than it's garbage time, which is insane to me. That's incredible. 38 wow. straight That's incredible. games. Hey, that NFC West is a... Gauntlet. It's death row for any team right now over there. That's impressive. That's why work. My, my favorite joke on uh, Gridiron Heights is that the Rams move to the east and become the Delaware Clams to win the <laughs> NFC East. <laughs> that division. Uh, Russell uh, Wilson, he's 10 and 2 on Monday night. And that's the best, probably. He's I think. Isn't that best Kirk in the best of players. Yeah, I was going to say Kirk Cousins night. is like 1 and 10 now or 1 and 9. Yeah, he's Bears. 10 and 2. That's incredible. That's nuts. Yeah. Uh, the player of the week. For me, don't pick mine. Boy, there were so many to choose from with some monster performances. Uh, I'm going to the college football. Oh, thank goodness! Rivalry game (laughs) in Oregon between Oregon State and Oregon. Jamar Jefferson from Oregon State, 226 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. That is the most rushing yards in the history of the Oregon Oregon State rivalry. But it's also his third 200 yard rushing game. For Oregon State, personally. That's crazy. No kidding. From what I read about that, I didn't watch that one, but from what I read, the refing was clearly slanted to the favored team in that one. Oregon took a dive in the rankings. I don't know if you've seen the, the top 25 rankings in college football. I did not see they that dropped like one. eight or nine spots. It was a good week for that because what? Richmond knocked off Kentucky. Yep. San Francisco University beat Virginia. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like the UMBC all over again. <laughs> all right, so that's my player. All right, so uh, I had – oh, shoot, where'd it go? I had it. So my player of the game comes from Texas Southern who upset Wyoming 76-74. Think about that for a moment. Texas Southern beat Wyoming. Now, I know it's not like, well, it's Wyoming. I mean, but still, these Texas Southern teams, NAIA schools or D2 schools – should have no business coming into your house and beating you. They beat them in Laramie? How oh, about that's that? That's embarrassing. How saucy <laughs> is that? So, 
Uh, player of the game goes to Walker the third, who in 33 minutes was six and nine from the field. He was three and three from deep, six rebounds, uh, and finished with 22 points. He was absolutely phenomenal uh, and was clutch. In fact, he had his own mini six zero run down the stretch to give Texas Southern the lead and then help seal the game. Okay, well, I feel wow. bad because I didn't pick <clears throat> as a minor one, but uh, how about Tyreek Hill? <laughs> 203 yards oh in the first gosh. quarter, uh, finished with uh, 269 yards on 13 catches and three touchdowns, and I'm picking him because he got me a fantasy football win. Yeah. He was on the opposite side of me this week. Oh. Ooh, that Ow. sucks. So I'm the our series is not over yet because both of us have uh, players that are involved on Wednesday. Yes. So here's Do you the, have a chance? Um, I have a wide receiver <laughs> and a kicker. Yes. And you're down what? And I think he has the defense. And you're how much are you down? Oh, I'm like 20 points. Yeah, forget it. Okay, you ain't that's getting not back. that bad. You, ain't getting you it got back. a chance, but uh, yes. No, I, don't I mean, know. Now, who's Look, his defense? He's got the Baltimore defense. Oh, you Ooh, might I've have got you the got Baltimore chance. kicker yeah, and chance, Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, you're good. You got a chance. Yeah, you're good. Smith-Schuster has been really hot and cold, though. Yeah, he's been really inconsistent. Oh, you'll be all right. That's been this year in fantasy. I don't know if anybody played against Alvin Kamara early in the season, but he single-handedly won people games. I lost once to him and watched somebody else get smacked the week after. The what was it? The week they played? uh, Oh boy, I don't even remember who it was. I want to say the Texans, but I don't think that's right. But man, can you imagine just you're chugging along? I thought I was going to lose, chugging along, chugging along. I was driving actually, and all of a sudden, Tyreek Hill, forty-four yard touchdown. Tyreek Hill, 75-yard touchdown. I'm like, are the Buccaneers not playing in the back <laughs> half? Like, what is going on? Did no one get the clue? Did the memo that there he can score? on uh, ESPN Stats and Info. So he had 203 yards in, that, the, first in the first quarter. Chicago was an entire team. That's fair. <laughs> had three passing yards in the first quarter, by the way. Yeah. And had, like, what, 50-something yards total in the first quarter? I believe. Oh, it was bad. It the was Philadelphia bad. Eagles had negative four yards in their fourth, first quarter. Dude, that and Carson Wentz is just, that's bad football right now over there. They're in deep no trouble. No argument. No argument. They, I, they showed a stat last night. They said if he is not on their team next year, it is $52 million in dead cap. Oh. Which is, I believe, the, if the cap stays flat, it's still about a quarter of the cap. Yikes. That's insane. Hey, before I go, i got to ask you guys, college football playoff rankings week two comes out tonight. Ooh, uh, right. A bunch of upsets, a bunch of movements going to be – it's, it's going to be all over the board. Does BYU jump in they, – do they jump five, four to five spots and get into the top ten? I don't know that they jump. They might move up a spot or two. I think they get close to the top 10, but they're still not in the top 10. I think I'm with Eric. They need a game. Especially since yeah, they, they, haven't, they didn't do anything last yeah, week. Yeah, you're right. No, they don't I'm, have I'm anything coming up this week. 100% with you. And they and they don't have a game until San Diego State. Yep. And they, and oh, that's right. Northwest. Maybe I'm West. off, Eric, but their next game has to be a P5 opponent of some sort. Has to be. Has to be a Pac-12, Big Ten. you got to find something out there that is not G5 related unless their name is Cincinnati. That is the only way. Or Coastal Carolina, which already has a game. Um, but it's it's got to be a quality opponent to even give you uh, give you some sort of relevancy as we start to wind down the clock on this season. No, I agree. If, if BYU wants its chances to improve to get into the uh, a New Year's Six Bowl, let alone the college football playoff, they have to play a a P five team, maybe even a ranked P five team. Yeah, AP yeah. and coaches poll have BYU both at eight. Yeah, they didn't move. I don't yeah, they think, had right? no movement. Yeah, they stayed. No, the top eight for the AP is the same. Clemson and Ohio State switch places in the coaches' poll. What is the uh, what does 10, 11, 12 look like now? 
10 through 14. A has Indiana, Georgia. Uh, AP has Indiana, Georgia, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Coastal Carolina, 10 through 14. Coaches poll has Georgia, Indiana, Iowa State, Oklahoma, Coastal Carolina. I think game day is going to Coastal yeah, Carolina. They are. Yeah, they're weekend. going to, yeah, that in Liberty. That'll be fun. That's cool. Oh, I, that's I, a good I'm okay game. with that. I know that oh. P5 people hate that because it's, uh, un- quote unquote, you know, a meaningless school. But I think schools like that deserve that kind of Wait, attention. It's a big if they, deal. If they've it's Coastal Carolina is playing 25. Liberty. Yeah. yeah, it's two teams that are in the top twenty-five. It's a good matchup. Yeah, frankly, for it. all the conversation about BYU, Coastal Carolina wins. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm with you. <laughs> Absolutely with you on that one. Okay, so Oregon fell nine spots in the coaches, twelve in the AP. They fell twelve in the really. How far I, did Northwestern fall? Uh, five, five and, and four. four, sixteen and seventeen. Boy, they're going to hurt. They're going to get. Which is crazy because in the foot, college football, they were what, eight, nine? That's going to get kicked to the gut tonight when they see those playoff rankings come out. Oh, they're out. They're done. But yeah, but here's the thing though is that they clinched the Big Ten West because Minnesota had to cancel the game because they have COVID. Yeah, issues. Wisconsin can't play in it. So, and they were the only one with one loss. So, Northwestern now wins the Big West, Ten West. And we saw or title, I guess. Yeah, when we saw last year with Virginia and the ACC, I think the last week of the season they lost and then somehow got ranked the next week just to make the the fact that they were going to get into the uh, New Year's Six look more attractive and try and help Clemson's resume. That's why I think they put Northwestern so far up there was to try and help Ohio State. I don't know if it's going to help anymore. No, they lost to a bad Michigan State team. Speaking about conference championships, uh, at least who's going, Notre Dame is already assured a spot in the championship game. The ACC has made some scheduling adjustments, and Notre Dame does not have to play their final game on December 12th. Lucky, lucky them. Interesting. So then they'll have a week off before they get ready for Clemson. That, that's huge, by the way. That's I can't tell you how big that is for the Irish because you need all the time to prep. <laughs> but it's I mean, possible when you well, get ready for Trevor Clemson's Lawrence. not assured a, a spot there either. They still have to win. Well, they have what? one they loss. Have, they Who's have the, with them? They have the tiebreaker with Miami. Okay. There what was some s- rumor about Miami playing BYU at Miami or something later on, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, Miami, I don't think, wants to touch that because they still, I mean, if you're them, you're trying to focus on an ACC championship position. That's true. I wouldn't touch BYU at all. I'm with you. Uh, Clemson plays at Virginia Tech this Saturday. They've been. Virginia uh, Tech's been And that's so up the and last down. game of their season. Okay. They'll be in. I still, until proven otherwise, I think Clemson will beat Notre Dame handily in the ACC so championship game. So, crazy thought, but here's how BYU gets in the playoff Alabama cannot win the SEC championship. Ohio State has to win the Big Ten title game. Texas AM has to be, or no, excuse me, Texas AM has to be Alabama in the SEC championship well, game. Ohio State may not qualify. The They'll qualify. Look they at may the not qualify games. for the Big Ten championship. But they have to play the final two games, right? They've had two games canceled. Could you see Harbaugh? Like getting all his, I mean, I just like trying to find positives, random positives in his team and being like, sorry, can't play Ohio State. Sorry, you're done for. <laughs> I could just see Harbaugh like, hey, if we can't beat you, we'll let COVID beat you. The funny thing is, they, it wouldn't have playoff implications, but if that's the case, it would be Indiana and Northwestern, which is still a really good game. Is it? Yes. Ohio State needs to get 16. a six game minimum. You have to have six game wins. As a minimum to qualify for the Big Ten championship game, but the thing they've is, they've only co- played four games. The college football playoff does not have a minimum threshold, no, though. That's what's incredible. Yeah, there's a chance that Ohio State does not play in the Big Ten championship, but, but still goes to the. College and I football don't think playoff. that happens. I think if they don't play in the Big Ten title game, they're not going to get into the playoff. Well, the problem is if that's the case, who are you taking? Because everyone's making the argument that Texas A&M will get in, and they can't play in the SEC because they lost to Bama, so it's going to be Bama, Florida. 
You it's, just take the two SEC teams based on – well, here I'll tell you this. Notre Dame-Clemson is a one-score game in the ACC championship game if that's who it is. Well, I'm saying that most people have Notre Dame and Clemson in. It's Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. I guess you could make the argument Texas A&M's played much better schedules. So if Ohio State doesn't play, do you say, all right, Texas A&M's resume is better? Give Cincy a shot. Like if Cincy runs the table, they beat Tulsa, and then they win their uh, Conference USA Championship game. That's the conference, right? AAC. AAC, excuse me. Yeah. Um, You win that championship game, give Cincy a shot. I mean, look, they've earned it. They've worked hard. They're undefeated. They've played some good quality They've games. They've played some good quality games. Give them the opportunity. Like, that's what this is about, I thought. I thought we raised the BCS for this reason. Prove it. They've got Tulsa next week. Their game this weekend against Temple was canceled. Canceled, yeah. Uh, they've got Tulsa next week, and Tulsa is a top 25 team. And then you could see those same matchups as a rematch in the AAC championship game. So they could be playing them back-to-back weeks. And if you can beat those guys twice, that's got to like, BYU needs to go find a P5 game and find one really quick if they want any shot. Cincinnati and BYU, play. Make I, it happen. I'm with you. I'm Just with do you. it now. Yep. I'm with you. Winner gets in. It's not going to happen. No, it's not. You don't think it it's will? Not, no, it won't happen. Dang it. We tried, AJ. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there'll probably be a scenario where, like, another Mountain West team can't go, and then they'll, because of regional and uh, travel and make it easy. Maybe play against a Mountain West team. <laughs> Maybe against a Pac-12 team, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I don't. I don't really don't see it happening. All right, we got to take a step aside here on the full court press call timeout. We'll say goodbye to AJ. I'm sorry, I did not mean to call our listeners morons. That's not what I meant. What I meant is that one individual is a nincompoop for calling me the deflator, and I'm still mad at you, Eric, because Eric <laughs> urged him on. Our listeners are. I love our listeners, but that one listener. My name is AJ, or the Ringmaster, or the Brown Mamba, not the Deflator. And don't scream it out in front of public people. <laughs> I just threw it out there. You posted the picture, and I just said, what's an appropriate name for this wrestler? No, you knew exactly what you were doing. You knew full well, doggone it. All right. Shame on you. <laughs> You've got to go. Yeah, you bet that. <laughs> All right, coming up, uh, a couple other things we want to get through here on the Full Court Press. Um, NFL weekend is mostly done. It's not all the way done still. started on Thursday, and we still have games going on to finish out the week. Uh, we want to look at uh, the NBA preseason schedule is out. The regular season, we still don't know what that schedule looks like, but the Utah Jazz do have some preseason games on their schedule, so we can look at those. And a uh, couple other things we want to look at, too, what's going on. Uh, here's some more comments from Utah State players. We've got an interesting interview with Dave Schram. We'll get to a little bit later on uh, next hour. The Basically, he's the interim offensive coordinator now for Utah State football, and we'll hear from him as well, so stick around for that. Uh, but one last reminder, too, before we go, uh, I know that Friday was Black Friday, then we had Small Business Saturday, and Monday was Cyber Monday, and we just keep having Silly names for different things that are going on every day of the week, seems like, anymore. But when you're out there doing these things, especially when it comes to holiday shopping, continue to shop local and support our local businesses. We can help our community the most when we support small, locally owned businesses. So it's important to keep our health strong, right, through all this COVID stuff, but we need to keep our economy strong as well. Keep people employed, keep people uh, busy, keep them uh, keep our businesses open. 
So let's keep it up. Keep shopping local. Support your local businesses. They make a big difference, and that money gets spread around and helps out a lot of our different organizations and uh, parks and recreation and everything else. So go when you go shopping this holiday season, shop local. It makes a difference. And remember to wear your mask when you're going out in these places around other people. And you can stay informed about all this at coronavirus.utah.gov. That's coronavirus.utah.gov. This is Ryan at My Mattress. My wife and I were laughing the other day because she read an article about things not to buy online. The first thing was prom dresses. Dresses advertised versus dresses delivered. Needless to say, what people thought they were getting is not what they got. It's much the same with mattresses. Almost always, buying a mattress online ends in buyers being let down. At My Mattress, we try to always exceed expectations. Lower prices than online and better beds. Only at My Mattress. Vehicle tires can be expensive. Express Tire is now located at Express Auto. And we say yes to great prices on new and used tires. That's right, we sell new and used tires. Save hundreds guaranteed. Express Tire, now located at Express Auto, 3200 North Main, North Logan. Express says yes. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. By partnering with us, you not only support our team, you also support your community, neighbors, and friends. With each qualifying Rico or Kyocera copier purchase through the end of 2020, we will donate $250 in your name to a local charity like Cash Humane Society, Sunshine Terrace Foundation, CAPSA, Cash Food Pantry, or any other local charity of your choice. Visit valleyofficesystems.com, a local team supporting local customers while providing a simple service experience. Valley Office Systems. I'm here with Jay Broadband from Alpine Home Medical. I hear you have a new promotion going on as we head into colder weather. We do. From October till the end of the year, when you buy any lift chair, one of our comfortable electric beds, or a scooter from Alpine, we'll include a luxury Serenoni blanket. I love those blankets. And the quality. Just like Alpine, Serenoni is a Utah-owned family company. For more information, visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. We bring wellness home. Thanks for shopping local. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, don't tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric Franson, AJ Knight, here on a Tuesday. Love to get your thoughts, your comments, your concerns. Disagreements, 435-339-0321. Man, the, the text line was hot yesterday. We got a lot of great comments. Or you can always message us directly through the new 106.9 The Fan mobile app. So we can also stream the show and other programs here on 106.9 The Fan. 
Uh, interesting weekend in the NFL. It began on Thursday, and uh, I don't know <laughs> if you heard that the the, the Dallas Washington game was the most watched NFL broadcast this year. Really? It had really high ratings. I wonder what number the Steelers and Ravens would have done if they played Thursday because it was like no offense to any of the four teams that actually played Thanksgiving Day, but they suck. They're all bad. Yeah, and that was a close game until the fourth quarter. Yeah, well, my girlfriend started four Washington players on her fantasy team. She had a good day. Ah, <laughs> good time to do that. Well, it seems like that's always with the Cowboys, right? Though they always seem to do a high number. I think that's why Fox always flexes them into the afternoon game. Yeah, they've got a big fan base, even though they're a bad football team. Um, it, it's so the season, or excuse me, the week started on Thursday, and we're still not done. Nope. There was a game last night, which is typical on a Monday night, but the game that was a game that was supposed to be played on Thanksgiving got moved, got moved again, got moved again, and is now scheduled. To be played Wednesday afternoon. Can that be my stat that blew your mind? The reason it's at one forty our time tomorrow is because M- was it NBC committed to the tree lighting ceremony in Rockefeller Center oh, yes. and could not move it. Priorities. We got to do the Christmas tree. Oh man. So uh, before we get into the, this, the scheduling weirdness, uh, there were some games that were pretty interesting over this weekend. A couple games that you probably would have normally look past, but turn out to be pretty exciting. Uh, and there were some pretty amazing performances. I mean, Derrick Henry could have easily been either one of our you know, players of the week. <sighs> Dude's a monster. And he just continues to run roughshod through people. 178 yards, three touchdowns on the ground. Uh, Vikings, Panthers, down to the wire. That game got out of hand quick, Vikings too. come from behind. Yeah, because uh, safety Jeremy Chen had two fumbles returned for touchdowns for the Panthers. It was like twenty four ten at one point, uh, but you know the a lot of attention, um, understandably on uh, on what happened with the, the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. <laughs> Close game. Yeah, I mean Buccaneers they started off slow but started going and picking up some steam later in the game. But that that first quarter, especially by Tyreek Hill and uh, Patrick Mahomes, just was electric. Yeah. I mean, also, like, what are you doing? Like, Tyreek Hill's really, really fast. So when he runs deep, you probably ought to send someone with him, and let alone have him have two touchdowns. For he, If he only caught those touchdowns, he would have had two catches for, I believe, uh, basically, what, 120 yards just on those two catches. He had 203 yards in the first quarter. Unreal. 269 yards uh, total with three touchdowns. Uh, and just it was one explosive play after another yeah. with him. Ridiculous. Brady, wrong. He's uh, on my fantasy. Not yes. a bad performance per se, but he did throw two picks. Uh, he's thrown a lot of interceptions this year. Yeah, what, he's second behind Carson Wentz, I believe, and everybody's pretty – the book's pretty much out on how everybody feels about Carson Wentz. Uh, Gronkowski, probably his best game receiving in a Tampa uniform. Chris Godwin played well, but still, it's it just um, a lot of – they keep asking Brady to go vertical instead of the short passing routes that made him famous in New England. So it's just weird how they still haven't quite figured out how to best utilize Tom Brady. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers played really well against the Bears. That Bears defense continues to be really soft, as well as they started 
it's been really disappointing how they're just playing right now, how I, they're finishing the year. To quote my dad, they beat up on a bunch of tomato cans. <laughs> they got a lot of luck early. The problem is, is that their offense is just putrid. AJ brought it up when we did the stat that blew their mind. And the the ridiculous thing is, is that they they had some luck moving the ball eventually, but then because quarterback play doesn't exist in Chicago, they turned the ball over and Green Bay took advantage of it, and it just, it was bad. It's bad. I thought they weren't going to lose the Vikings game, and they would have been six and six at this point instead of five and seven because they have a manageable schedule down the stretch, minus I think the Packers again. But nah, they need to miss the playoffs so we can make some changes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a as we said, the uh, uh, Steelers and Ravens were supposed to play on Thursday of last week. It's been moved to Wednesday. But the NFL seems to be doing whatever they can to still make this game happen. Right. But they didn't seem to have the same level of care for the Broncos. No. Who and- had a couple of players out with COVID, and uh, and they had some issues with other players who couldn't go. And they said, nope, you still got to play. We yeah. really don't care, but you still need to play. That's what's nuts to me. Like I know that the active cases is why they delay the games, and I, the contact tracing was the big thing for the Broncos. But – how did how do you let a team lose all four quarterbacks and you don't and you're just yeah whatever like you're just condemning them to an L like good luck you get an L like you can't move that one too because the other thing is and this is an argument and obviously flex the schedule so so the Ravens Steelers is tomorrow because of that the Steelers now play Washington as part of a doubleheader for this upcoming Monday and the Ravens Cowboys which I think was supposed to be Thursday yeah because now there's no Thursday game is now next Tuesday. And so I guess they got their schedule flexed, which helps the Steelers a little bit. But like at certain at a certain point, aren't you punishing the Steelers for the Ravens' incompetence? Right. Yeah. I mean, they they could have happened on Tuesday, but because somebody went into a practice facility who was positive, they shut everything down. It's like, really? I, Are we going a little extreme here? Yeah. I, but you're right. It it totally affects and messes up. The next, not just this week, but next week too. Yeah. Granted, yeah. Steelers do play Washington, and Washington's really not that great. Oh, they had a nice fourth quarter against the, the Cowboys, but it's sure. also the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, it. I just, I, I get that the, it was, again, active cases is the reason they postponed versus contact tracing, but if, if contact tracing was all that was delaying the Broncos, can't, can't you flex that one somewhere else too just to see if, you know, few negative tests come back and they can actually have a quarterback play this game on Tuesday or something. Give them a chance to go find somebody. Something. Call somebody up. They made a petition, by the way. I don't know if you saw this. They wanted to sign, I believe it was their quarterback control coach to a one-day contract to take the snaps for them on Sunday. And the NFL said no. <laughs> quarterback control coach. I believe it's what it was. Position coach or something like that. But yeah. Wow. I, I just don't understand. Uh, just the double standard there that appears to be in place by the NFL. Why they forced Denver to still play, but they're making every concession possible to make the the Steelers and the Ravens happen, rather than saying well, Ravens, you just you're going to forfeit the game. Yeah, it's and, a loss, and that's what they say. It's a big deal because obviously the Steelers are playing against the Chiefs for the number one overall seed, and the Ravens are trying to get in. It's a divisional game. But the same could be said. It, obviously, the Broncos are long shots to make the playoffs if they haven't already been eliminated. But it's the same thing with the Saints. They're sitting at the one seed, one game up on a couple of different teams. Uh, Broncos knocked off a pretty solid Miami team last week. So if they have a quarterback, who's to say in mile high they don't conjure up some like it? 
the reasonings don't make sense when you look at them across the board. All right, uh, got to call another timeout here on the Full Court Press. We want to come back with some additional thoughts about the NFL weekend that was. And then next hour, stick around. Dave Schram will be joining us. He is the running backs coach for Utah State football and has been elevated to the offensive coordinator. We'll ask him about that transition and what's been going on at Utah State. Why is this team suddenly playing better offensively? So he'll uh, share some of his thoughts about this season, some of the things going on at Utah State, and getting ready for Air Force on Thursday night in Logan. That's all coming up on the Full Court Press. Since I installed bathroom tile with the Dietra heat system from Castellite, my wife never sleeps in our bed. Honey, it's time to come to bed. But it's so warm. <sighs> Your wife will enjoy the Dietra heat system from Castellite in Logan enough to sleep on it. Could you bring me a blanket and pillow? With Castellite and the Dietra heat system, you'll turn your bathroom into the warm haven you deserve. Online at Castellite.com. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Looking for Medicare coverage that offers you more? It's the annual enrollment period. Time to compare your Medicare options to see who's offering great benefits, a large network, and all the extras. Call 752-9493 and let us walk you through your choices. There is no cost to work with us and we'll help you get access to the benefits you want. Call LSS Insurance at 752-9493. Hi, my name is Josh Watts, and for three generations, Preston Watts Collision Glass has taken care of all your collision and auto glass needs. Windshield replacement is just one of our specialties. We have certified technicians and the most competitive prices in the valley. We will waive up to $100 off your insurance deductible, give you free rock chip repairs, and to top it off, we'll wash your vehicle inside and out with your windshield replacement. Give us a call at 563-3215. At Preston Watts, we do it right. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, AJ Knight. Here on the Full Court Press, 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in. Always love the feedback. Uh, Last night, Russell Wilson continues to impress me, uh, but he's got a great target that makes it easy for him. Uh, DJ Metcalf was just, or excuse me, DK Metcalf. (laughs) He's a man among boys. 177 yards, and he's so fast. Did you see what motivated him? No. Uh, um, who's the defensive coordinator for Philly? He was the he was uh, he was head coach in Miami for, or uh, Detroit? Schwartz, I think, is his name. So apparently, he was quoted saying going into the game, said, "Look, I coached Megatron. You're not there yet." Woo! That was Ooh. a bad idea. That that oh, he played linebacker as a receiver. It's insane to watch like safeties get the drop on him and they bounce off of him. So physical, so big. Uh, I believe I saw something. He's one of the fastest to a thousand yards receiving in Seattle Seahawks history. I think he's leading the league in receiving yards, too, I believe. I think Hill and uh, Kelsey are behind him. It's the top three. I know he's been a big target, a favorite target of uh, of Russell Wilson. but the monster. Uh, great win for the Seahawks. They're 8-3. and three. Granted, it's the Philadelphia Eagles, but the Eagles gave him a fight, um, and uh, they made it. It was kind of a back-and-forth game for a good part of the game. 
Yeah, which maybe doesn't speak a lot to Seattle. It was a little ugly. It was a little ugly. Yeah. After seeing this week, if you picked your team out of the NFC yet, because I still don't know who to pick. (laughs) No, I have no idea. No, Chiefs, and I'm not sure. Yes, Uh, I'll I'll take that. (laughs) I don't. It's it's too hard. I mean, New Orleans still keeps finding ways to win. Yep. Give them some credit, but I don't know. Green Bay's kind of okay. Seattle's kind of okay, but they both have some shaky moments. The Rams lost. The Bucks lost. Uh, stick around next hour. We'll hear from Dave Schramm, the offensive coordinator for USU. The noise. When they came up with the expression any given Sunday about the NFL, they had no idea about 2020. Get ready for any given Wednesday. The league moved last Thursday's Steelers-Ravens game to this Wednesday afternoon because of COVID issues. I get it. It's not easy, but the league might have to do a little better job of communicating their strategy because right now it seems like they're making it up as they go along. And as fans, we've been willing to give the league a pass for moving their schedules around. Or at least we should. It's a tough job, but the NFL's been all over the place this week. Not entirely clear why they're in such a hurry. Every other league had to push things back. The NFL has the room to do it. Apparently, they're okay with a Wednesday afternoon game featuring a depleted Baltimore squad. Hopefully, it's worth it. And the season stays on track and is competitively fair. Or at least relatively close to where it's supposed to be. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.